0: Hello and welcome to Money Tips Daily. This is Money Kelly bringing you Money tips to help you save and make more money. Have you heard the saying that your net work is your net worth? I attended a breakfast networking meeting today and it reminded me of that old saying. You know, your net work really does reflect your net worth or success in business. Or some would say it's not what you know but who you know which still has some truth today, even in the digital age. In the meeting I went to this morning, it was a structured BNI network meeting and the membership consisted of around 23 people of various local trades and professions from solicitors, IFAs, to brokers, uh, to tradesmen like builders and plumbers, to a golf pro and even a young lady who arranges laundry parties. Uh, and it was fun, she, she, instead of handing around cards, she handed around pieces of silky lingerie around the table. Anyway, that's another subject. Now, every person in the room gets a chance to do their one-minute elevator pitch, as it's called, and they ask for introductions, sometimes to targeted customers. B&I groups have a strict attendance rule, and a, what they call a hard networking referral policy, which doesn't really suit everybody including me to be honest, however it seems to be working as the organisation is hugely successful. Started in America in 1985 by Ivan Misner, BNI now operates in 70 countries worldwide with 8,000 chapters and 227,000 members. The cost of the group is around £1,000 a year plus a £150 join-in fee. Uh, Costs may vary according to the type of venue and the food served, for instance, if you have a a hot breakfast or lunch or whatever. Uh, In the example I went to this morning, roughly £500 plus the joining fee appears to go to the BNI organisation. Well, 8,000 members, you do the maths. Several experienced members speak very highly of BNI and they've been there for a number of years and they say that it's helped grow their business. Although no guarantees or promises are made, I think like most things, you get in out of it what you put into it, obviously. Now there are thousands of less formal meetings all over the country where you can meet like-minded people or people in your industry or your interest group or niche. You can find meetings as well as create your own on and offline physical events using online tools such as, well, Facebook, Meetup, and Eventbrite. Now there are also various uh, Chamber of Commerce type organisations in most towns, business clubs as well as more specialised meetings for a particular sectors, such as uh, property investor meetings which I attend occasionally, there are landlords meetings, you know, meetings for all sorts of things. You can find them out there, just check on these uh, apps or, or check in your industry, magazines or websites. Now, some meetings will have a speaker on a particular subject of interest, so you can learn something about your industry as well as meeting people. I attend other types of well, networking meetings, like Rotary, for instance, which has over a million members worldwide and does extremely good charity work. I also attended recently London's East Meets West event, which was a sort of a Chinese meet um, other nationalities and other uh, people in business in in, in London, that's been very successful, you you get hundreds of people there. Now when people start up in a business there's a tendency for them to go hunting for business and perhaps this gives off the wrong vibes or they appear a bit too desperate which tends to repel potential clients and scare people off. And networking is more like farming your business, uh, planting seeds and nurturing the garden, well Enough of gardener analogies, uh, basically network is about forming and building relationships rather than trying to sell to people in the room or you know, frantically running around handing out cards like confetti. You never know who you're going to meet, what relationships could be formed or what business you could do in the future. Sometimes you don't do any direct business at all but the person refers you onto a client. Sometimes you just strike up a friendship Now, what could be wrong with that? So, arm yourself with a wad of business cards and get out there and meet some people. All your business is transacted with people after all, right? There's no good sitting at home wondering why you have no customers and having such a bad month or a bad year, or just blaming the economy, the government, or Donald Trump for the lack of business, or Brexit, or whatever. Just get out there and meet people. There are people out there willing to do business with you. It's just a question of connecting them with them getting to know them so that they like, know and trust you, and then they'll do business with you. So I'll give you a bonus tip. Follow up. Now one of the biggest mistakes I've observed in many networking meetings is the failure to follow up. Have you know, people got to all the trouble of going to a meeting, cornering you in the room or butting into your conversation to tell you about their business, and after you say, well sure, give me a call or email me and we'll set up a meeting, you hear nothing. I'll give you an example, at a recent networking meeting held at the Hippodrome Casino in London, I exchanged cards with around 50 people at least. Do you know how many of those followed up or emailed me the next day? Two. And one of those was the director of the venue, uh, the host who was smart enough to introduce himself to the audience and give a little talk about the history of London's most famous night spots. Now he followed up because he had a a system there. Um, But other than that, there was just one other person. A couple more replied to my email after I'd I'd emailed them first, but many didn't even bother to do that. Um, Only one person has made any further contact since the meeting three weeks ago. In my opinion, that's a complete waste of time. If you're going to go to a meeting, make sure you follow up, even if it's just a quick line. I'll give you another tip. Bonus number two. Bonus tip number two. When you get home after the meeting with a pile of business cards, don't just put them onto one side and, you know, this to-do-later pile that seems to grow ever larger. Put them on your contacts now and drop everyone a short email or whatever, a WhatsApp, just saying it was a pleasure meeting you at the XYZ meeting, perhaps we can get together in the future, hope to see you again, anything with your contact details, and then that person is on your contact list. You could do this... uh, WhatsApp them a quick message or you know just just any way of making that contact and just make a quick note of who they are and where you met them I'll give you another bonus tip bonus tip number three you're really doing well today get a phone app like cam card and there's many out there which you can use to photograph and quickly import contact details on a card now this is really useful it's far quicker than trying to do it yourself you just literally hover your phone over the card, it sort of snaps the, the, the card and then it's, it's in your contacts and then you could almost immediately send them a quick message there and then. This is useful when uh, perhaps you, you haven't got a card on you, you can say, like, I'll send you an email right now. So those are your tips, um, get out there and do some networking, it's good for your business and even if you're not in business, you could just want to get out and meet some people. There are hundreds of, of meetings out there for social networks as well. I've concentrated on business today, but there are, there are many, many other networking meetings for you know, just meeting up with people, yoga, uh, London walks, health and well-being. You know, there, there are literally hundreds of thousands of meetings you can go out there. So there's no reason to be on your own wondering what's happening in the world. Okay, that's all for now. Uh, I'll speak to you next time.